So I meant to do this yesterday, which was the eighth year anniversary of uh, the passing and the murders of Marsh Corporal Marshall Bailey and Trooper Eric Workman, colleagues in the state police, uh, murdered by a worthless waste of air. I'm not even going to mention that pers evil person's name. Uh, I knew, never really worked with Marshall other than uh, going to in-service several times with him. Um, I never worked out in the field with him though, but I can tell you that he was well loved by everybody. Um, he spent about 20 years in the community he was in. Um, so he had a vested interest in, in the community that he was serving down there. He lived there, I believe he uh, helped out with some youth organizations and stuff, so he was uh, well-loved, well-liked. Uh, I never met anybody who didn't like Marshall. I never had the pleasure to meet Eric Trooper Eric Workman. Um, and I know he was in the department a few, uh, maybe six months to a year, or less than a year, from the time he graduated the academy until he was murdered. Uh, but those two guys were real heroes. That's, that's the real heroes. Uh, they're the ones that they didn't come home to their families at the end of their shift. And they were just out trying to uh, help their their fellow West Virginians, trying to keep people safe. And they had no idea the person that they had just uh, put in the back of their cruiser. I do remember where I was at, and I know I'm fast forwarding you know, 12 years or so, 13 years into my career, 14, but um, I do remember where I was at at that point in 2012, August the 28th, 2012. I was the detached commander at Romney, and I was helping, actually helping my troops serve a drug warrant. Uh, I guess you kind of you could say a high-risk drug warrant uh, on one of our local drug dealers in Hampshire County. And we were actually in the midst of serving that warrant. Uh, we made entry into the house the guy, the drug dealer, was not there. And we knew he had weapons. And we knew he didn't had a strong dislike for the police or hatred for law enforcement. So we were taking every precaution we could. And I think there was myself, one, two, three, four. There was myself and about four or five other troopers. A couple of those were undercover officers. I won't mention any names. Uh, however, a couple of those were undercover officers. And it was actually the undercover officers search warrant, what I remember, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, that we were serving. So we raided this guy's house, and we're actually in there going through his house, searching for contraband, searching for drugs, searching for money, um, searching for computer records, uh, trying to see if he had any documentation as to who he was selling his illegal substances to. And dispatch came over the radio uh, and asked if I could 1021, which meant call the detachment. Well, we were in a section of Hampshire County which had very limited cell service. So I told dispatch, I said, give me, give me a few minutes. They said, well, it's very urgent. Uh, as soon as possible, ASAP. I said, okay. Um, Romney, I'll, that was my, the name of my detachment and also the name of my dispatch for this area was Romney and is Romney. I said, Romney, I'll call you as soon as I can in just a few minutes. And 
by the time I got service, Romney had yelled at me on the radio again and said, uh, be advised that the um, first sergeant needs you to call him. I'm like, what is going on? So I told Romney, I said, I don't have any service where I'm at, Romney, but let me ride down the road. We were back in a podunk, backwoods, half-assed subdivision of Hampshire County. Um, so I drove down the subdivision road for probably a mile, holding my cell phone up to where I could get a bar or two to call the first sergeant. Because I knew something was wrong. I didn't know what, but I could tell by the urgency. Dispatch trying to get a hold of me. I was out working. Um, I, I knew there wasn't no active pursuit going on. Dispatch would have, would have uh, had me call it, even if they couldn't get a hold of me on the phone. They would have had me call it over the radio if possible, because um, pursuits had to be supervised by a supervisor, unless you were a supervisor yourself and you could run the risky chance of calling your own pursuit, which wasn't optimal. So anyway, I finally get service and I called the first sergeant, and. He's like, hey, man, what are y'all doing? I'm like, well, First Sergeant, we're out serving a, a search warrant. Uh, me and five, four or five other troops, a couple of the undercover guys, two or three guys from my detachment, what's up? He's like, well, there's been a trooper shot. I'm like, what? He said, actually, there's been two troopers shot. Um, and right now, two to three troopers. There might even been a third one. Um, he said there's three, three officers shot, two of them we know were troopers, we're not sure yet on the third one whether he was a trooper or not, but it looks like uh, two of them's already dead. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. He's like, I just want, want you to know, because it's going to start breaking in the news, um, and you need to tell your men. I'm like, okay. And he told me, he said, man, I don't know who they were, I don't know who the troopers were that were killed. Uh, who the one that was shot or killed or wounded? Uh, it's very preliminary. This this just happened very recently. So this was probably about eight o'clock at night, twenty hundred hours. At this point, or twenty one hundred hours, it was already dark. Or getting dark when I talked to the first sergeant. It was uh, summertime, August twenty eighth, twenty twelve. So anyway, by the time I actually got uh, a hold of the first sergeant, it was already dark. So I told him, I said, all right, well, I'll tell the men, I'll tell our men here at the scene what's going on. And uh, we don't have no names, so well, obviously I ain't got no names to give them. So I got off the phone with him, and I told Romney via radio, I said, hey, I spoke to the first sergeant. He's informed me of what's going on. Uh, I'm going to be back out at the search warrant. 10-6 at the search warrant, busy at the search warrant. So I went back in the house. And I told it. the guys are like, hey, what, what's up? I'm like, man, I got some bad news. And they're like, what? And I told them, I was like, man, apparently there's been two to three troops shot, two to three officers shot, pretty sure two of them at least are troops. Um, uncertain of the third one, but two of them, they think two of them are already dead. And they're like, what? Where? I said, man, I, I don't know other than I know it's, it's down in the southern part of the state. Uh, south of Morgantown, that's that's all they they gave me. I didn't have no more than that. Well, who was it? They asked. I, I don't know, man. So we finished up our search warrant. It was by the time we got back to the office, it was probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock that night. Uh, we got our evidence tagged and and put in temp evidence. Uh, so it was a long day. 
but I will never forget what I was doing and where I was at when I heard about the murder, murders of uh, West Virginia Corporal Marshall Bailey and West Virginia Trooper, State Trooper Eric Workman. Um, it was a very, this is the saddest day I was ever, ever had as being a trooper in the state police.